Welcome back, everyone, to the Voices in Japan podcast. On today's show, Burke and I have an interesting conversation about Japanese men using makeup and their grooming habits. We also delve a little into the kinds of Japanese guys that women like and also some interesting stuff about boy bands and male hosts. And、uh, yeah, enjoy. Ich, ni, san. Welcome back.、Uh, excuse me. So, yes,、uh, today we are here to talk about men and makeup in Japan. Men and makeup in Japan. I think、uh, this will kind of be an interesting、uh, topic to get into because, not just for、uh, people who have visited Japan, but even people overseas, because this is kind of, I mean, this obviously isn't specifically. Uh, a Japan thing where men wear makeup, but there are some very peculiar things maybe about the culture here、uh, that go back.、Uh, we'll get into that. Japan, I mean, there are people that do that, like hosts. You know, hosts are like the male equivalent of a hostess in Japan, which is very common here, right? It's very common in Japan. And they, they all wear makeup. Well, first of all, in general, The culture here, I mean, even men that don't wear makeup who just go to get a haircut, like when you go to get a haircut, don't they ever ask you, like, do you want to have your face shaven? And they're not just talking about like your goatee and your mustache, they're talking about like your forehead, your eyebrows, everything. No, I've never experienced that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah like, they, they, all they ask me is, do I want to have my beard trimmed or my sideburns trimmed down? But they never, they never ask me, like, like, Get my forehead shaved or my face shaved. I guess, yeah, I guess you get that. Well, I don't, well, I don't get it, but maybe I've got a problem that you don't have. <laughs> <laughs> so there's different t y p e of kind of, there's barbers or like beauty salons for even men and women or just like beauty salons that only women go to mainly. But even at the barbers sometimes that I go to, you know, they ask if you want to shave. And then,、uh, after you go get your,、uh, hair shampooed at the end, if you decide to do that, then they also ask you if you want your face shaved. And that includes everything from like in your nose to your ears and then like cleaning up your eyebrows. And then, yeah, one time they like asked me like my forehead and stuff. And I'm, you know, I know I got a big forehead and everything. I don't need to get shaved, but, but I mean, but don't you notice in general, like, uh, like, uh, most men in Japan have like their, Eyebrows like trimmed very, very tightly. Yeah, they're like shaped very well. Yeah, yeah. I have noticed that on some guys.、Uh, yeah. yeah.、Um, but I just assumed that they were just doing it by themselves at home. Well, I think some of them probably do have like a home shaver that they're using. But yeah, at the barbershop too, if you get clean, I mean, some of the guys that like go to our dojo and stuff, like after they get a new cut, like their eyebrows are quite well. Oh, you noticed. You noticed. <laughs> I do. Just, You'd have to tell me after who,、uh, who you're talking about because I haven't been paying much attention to them. I notice it because、uh, I don't like it. And I think if I, well, and it might have to do with just growing up overseas.、Uh, you know, if you kind of clean up your face too much, then usually you're of a certain orientation if you 
start to clean up your face that far. Yeah, for, um, I, I guess I'm quite similar to you, coming from where I I grew up. Like it's you know it's not very manly to to care so much about your appearance, you know, especially when it comes to your face. To me personally, it, it starts to look a little bit strange because like some guys at my work do it, and uh, they cut it pretty short to the point where you like, mean you mean they wear makeup. No, well, this is going back to the eyebrows because uh, they trim them down so short that they're almost gone. And yeah. uh, that, to me, looks a little bit strange. But maybe they're doing it that way because later on they're putting on makeup. Or Do something you like trim that. your eyebrows? Uh, I don't like they do it here, but sometimes if I've got some, like, uh, you know, kind of trying to go off and do their own thing... <laughs> <laughs> I might use just because I have like I mean if we're gonna get into it I got like a hair trimmer or not hair trimmer but like a ear hair trimmer. Oh yeah, I've seen those in the shops. Yeah. yeah. So, but sometimes I just use it to like kind of cl- clean up the edges or something. I'm, I've never shaved my forehead like they offer at the uh, at the barber or anything. But uh, so I have done that. But no, I've never actually. I think when I first came to Japan. A long time ago, like I was just trying to find a barber, and of course, like it was one of those things where you're just trying to do an everyday thing. But when you first come here, like you can't speak any Japanese, and even just getting your haircut is like so intimidating can be a chore. So I just went to the first place that I could find, which is kind of like a beauty salon for men. And uh, I started going there, and after going there for like half a year, he was like, Hey, why don't you color your hair someday? And I was like, All right, I'll try that. And then uh, I didn't really like it. And then he was like, well, I don't, even though I colored my hair a few times when I bleached my hair when I was like in high school and stuff. But uh, then he was like, once he was like, yeah, let me clean up your eyebrows. And I tried it. And then like I went to work the next day and immediately like all my Japanese female coworkers were calling me out. On it. <laughs> <laughs> did, they, did they like it? Like your, your female coworkers? Uh, I think they did. I mean, they didn't not like it, but they, but they noticed it immediately they noticed it straight away. Like, oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, so I, and that, of course, made it even more. But I mean, it's like your eyebrows. You're like, you have no choice but to wait for them to grow back, you know? So, but, uh, the makeup thing, man, like, uh, obviously I've never, uh, thought about putting on makeup to go out every day and stuff. But do you know any of these guys like around you or anything that are using some, some of these products or? I I've heard like not people around me, but like a friend of a friend. Not not exactly makeup, but using like uh, more creams. You know, like creams to improve their skin, stuff like that. Like I I use. I mean, the most I use is moisturizer if my skin's dry. That's as far as I'd go. But I heard like now. There's all these different kinds of skin um, skin creams yeah. to make make your skin brighter and shinier and stuff like that. Like even, even for men, like women use that anyway. Yeah, right? But you've never even used like a moisture mask or anything. Your girlfriend's never gotten you to like put one of those on your face. Just as like what's a it, what's joke. It? Oh, a moisture mask. Yeah. Like so those like white masks. I've, I've seen it. Like my girlfriend uses those and no, I, w- I would not use that. No, <laughs> I mean, I might use it as a joke, but I would never like use it on a permanent basis. I'll admit, man, I've uh, kind of tried using those a few times recently because my same thing, man, my uh, wife is always using them. And uh, I mean, you're still in your 30s. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not that much younger than you, though. <laughs> Yeah, but man, when you start to realize like it's beyond a certain point, you're kind of like, man, maybe I'll try something to help. Do you do you notice a difference after using a moisture mask? Man, I just feel like my 
facial face skin is like really sticky. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, man, at my wedding, like the night before our wedding, uh, my wife's like, "Man, you should, you know, use one of these next day's wedding." So I used it, and then like the next, oh, actually, I have wore makeup before. Oh, really? At the at the wedding, they were like. Uh, even beforehand, during the planning, they were like, you're going to wear makeup? And I was like, no, nah, I'm cool. And uh, I'm cool on that. And then, like, uh, yeah, the day of the wedding. So finally, I was like, yeah, I guess I'll wear makeup. Because I remember uh, one of our friends, when he had his wedding, he wore makeup too. And everyone noticed it. So, And I noticed it, so I didn't want to do it. But then because he did and whatever, blah, blah, I decided to do it. And uh and uh, so right before she was going to put on my makeup, she was like, oh, your skin feels really nice. And I was like, yeah, actually, I wore a mask last night, you know. And then, uh, yeah, like during the wedding, uh, my youngest sister, uh, when she came into the table to like, you know, take a picture with me and my wife, first thing she said is, hey. Hey Burke, nice makeup. <laughs> wow, so she noticed right away. I didn't. I didn't notice at all. Yeah, well, yeah. There you go. I mean, yeah. you look. You look good. You, you obviously, <laughs> everyone looks good at their wedding. But like, what kind of makeup did they did they put on you? Uh, it was just like a natural. I don't even remember, man. Uh, I think it was just like uh, a layer of kind of like what's it called foundation. foundation? Yeah, to just I don't know. But if you go back and look at the pictures, you can kind of tell. Like, <laughs> Was there any eyeliner? Did they use eyeliner? No, I didn't ask for the eyeliner. Maybe I should have. But if you look at like my face and like all the guys that are in pictures with me, it's like, yeah, my face looks a little different. (laughs) Yeah. So I have wore makeup, man. That's right. Yeah. But it was in Japan at my wedding. So yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you should try the masks sometimes. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. I I don't feel like I need it, but my girlfriend keeps telling me I do. She's always like complaining about how dry my skin is, but. I don't, I don't really care, as long as I'm I'm presentable and I don't look like a complete mess, you know. And it seems like makeup, makeup could be good, I guess, if um you want to hide certain blemishes or something like that. But I don't feel like I've I've got anything to hide, so that's yeah. that's the reason why I don't wear makeup. And also, from where where I'm from, you know, growing up in London and Portsmouth, yeah, men don't wear makeup, you know. But, uh, yeah, this whole thing of, uh, you know, men in, mac- men in makeup or, you know, it, it even goes into even the entertainment dis- industry and. Uh... Found something interesting about men in Japan or what, what women find attractive about men in Japan. So there, I mean, this is kind of a while ago, maybe like five years ago or so, there was two kinds of men that were defined in japan uh one was called a soul shokuke which means herbivorous men and a herbivorous man is a guy that they don't like to go out drinking um they like to keep relationships with women platonic and they generally display like an unmacho behavior. So kind of a bit girly, in other words. And the contrast to that is niku shokuke, niku shokuke, which is carnivorous male, which okay. is the kind of man who chases after women and likes macho things. So the herbivorous men are the ones that started to wear a bit more makeup, um, a bit more sensitive, 
you know, into their, they're into their fashion, they're into their hobbies, they're not so worried about looking macho, um, and it seems like a lot of girls like that in Japan, you know, but I mean, I've, I've asked a lot of my female friends about this, and actually, the ones that I asked, they prefer the carnivorous type, the nikushoku, the ones that are a bit more macho, but I know like in Japanese kind of society, maybe not for older women, for probably for younger girls, like high school, you know, there's always like comics and manga about the shy guy, the shy, cool guy, you know, who doesn't approach them. And it seems like the girls kind of like that kind of guy, you know. But yeah, I was talking to my girlfriend about it. She says, yeah, it's basically just high school girls' fantasies is that kind of guy. It's not very realistic. Well, a lot of the, just like you're saying,、uh, TV programs have become popular on TV.、Uh, the main characters are kind of like these really sweet, nice guys and stuff. So I think that can be、uh, attractive. Uh, for the young ladies because,、uh, they kind of see it as a sense of security and stuff. Do, do you have any, do you know any Japanese men like that? Or do you have any friends that are kind of the, tending towards the herbivorous kind? So I think pretty much all the Japanese guys I know are the, the, the opposite, the carnivorous kind. You know, they, they, they try to be macho. They want to go after women and stuff. But I guess it's because, That's what I'm more into, and the kind of things I do, like sports, jujitsu, you know, football, kind of a bit more. You're going to be around those guys. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I guess it depends what kind of thing you're into. Maybe, I don't know, a bit of a broad statement, maybe musicians would tend towards the, the opposite, the herbivorous kind. Well, I think anyone. In Japan, who kind of has that aspiration to get into like,、uh, entertainment is probably going to tend、uh, to be more towards that because that is kind of what sells more. There's this concept, I think it's called bishonen, which kind of means like,、uh, beautiful young people. And,、uh, they say this is what is successful for all of the,、uh, I mean, those, Guys that work under that、uh, talent agency, Johnny's. Oh, yeah, like all the J pop boy bands. Right, starting from, I mean, back to SMAP to even, uh, uh, what are some of the other ones? Arashi, Cartoon, or something.、Uh, all these guys, obviously, they're, I don't know if all of those、uh, groups are part of Johnny's or not, but、uh, still, they kind of come from that same mold of,、uh, of Bishonen, which is like、uh, beautiful men. And yeah, and they're all very well groomed and they definitely wear makeup. There's some of them you can tell, you know. Well, they go beyond that. Apparently, they try to appeal not only to、uh, young women or women, especially young women, but they also try to cross that line to appeal to、uh, gay men as well because it's another, you know,、uh, customer basically. So I was reading these articles that were talking about,、uh, uh, well, this one was specifically about the guys in SMAP. By the way, do you know, you know SMAP, right? Yeah, yeah. They、do、broke you know, up. They broke up, though. Yeah, and they're no longer with Johnny. I think、yeah. maybe one of them still is, but do you know what SMAP stands for? No, I don't. It stands for、uh, Sports and Music Assemble People. <laughs> SMAP. So I have been here for however many years and just knew them as SMAP, and I finally found out what SMAP meant.、Um, 
but this article was talking about them and, and, uh, and then also talking about Johnny's and, uh, man, that guy, uh, Johnny, uh, I can't remember his last name or not. Keith the guy or something. He, is he Japanese? This guy? He's Japanese, but he is an American citizen. He, his parents, like, uh, moved to the U.S. and, I don't know, a long, long time ago to, like, spread Buddhism. Is it true that no one knows what he looks like or no one has seen his face? He's a bit of a mysterious character. Right? I have heard that before. I didn't read that in this article, but I think I remember hearing that. He's like 77 years old right now or something, so he's pretty old. But he was born in the U.S., so he's an American citizen. He actually served, according to this article that I was reading, served in the U.S. military. And then after that, he started to, I think, came back to Japan. And uh, and apparently he's an open, open, open homosexual. I don't know if that's true or not. Again, this is what this article said. But uh, during those years after he came back, he like formed a boys' baseball team. And they, as an activity, they went to watch West Side Story or something. And he formed his talent agency like in the 60s or something. And uh, that gave him the idea to have these uh, young boy groups um, as performers and stuff. But there was quite a bit of dark stuff <laughs> that I don't really want to get into. <laughs> I've heard some of that yeah, dark some stuff, of the, yeah. Courts, court cases and everything about what goes on in that organization. But anyways, that whole... I mean, have you ever heard, like, Smap sing and stuff? Have you? Yeah, they're it? terrible, right? Yeah, but that, <laughs> that's the thing, though. This was going into explaining, like... Uh, so you have talent, what are called talento or talents, and you have, and they don't want to be considered stars because the concept or the idea behind the entertainment industry in Japan is the more humanized or relatable you are to the audience uh, or to the viewers, like the more popular you will become. So they know that they can't really sing that well and they actually like joke about it during their live shows or stuff it's like specifically one of the guys nakai or something i think he's like considered the leader is uh it's kind of like a joke in japan that he can't sing and even on the tel television programs like they tease him about it and stuff because if you can sing too well then you start to become unrelatable to the audience yeah, that's pretty smart. Yeah, and they can't dance either. Like, yeah, they're, they're, I remember seeing them before on TV, and I was just like, "How are these people even famous? They're like, they're just like regular people in a way, but they look good. They are handsome, handsome men, right? And I, I guess that's one of the things that is going for them. But you say they that's can't the sing, they can't dance. No, that's the strategy. Like, yeah, people uh, can relate to them. Right, the more humanized they are. And, uh, yeah, it got into a lot of inter interesting stuff about how they try to create the image of, like, being a group because that also, like, uh, projects in inclusion and uh, that's very appealing to Japanese society and everything. But those guys, yeah, it all goes back to this whole bishonen of, like, very beautiful uh, makeup, the hairstyles, uh, not really effeminate but kind of going towards that side sometimes with that appearance yeah but especially with those guys because they're in the entertainment industry i mean all of them kind of have to wear makeup right just just because they're in front of the camera yeah you're kind of talking more about again well originally we were talking more about just like people regular people right life. Yeah. as you walk around japan i mean probably tokyo more but 
in Sapporo, you see a lot of guys, and they they look good. You know, they they're very stylish. Um, as being being a Brit, you know, we're pretty stylish in in England. I'm not sure about Americans. It's uh, I think it can uh, be focus, focused in the big cities, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I know in 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 Japan, yeah, like especially downtown in Sapporo, you see you see guys good. always looking very good. Where they're very stylish. Where they wear stuff that I I couldn't pull off. You know, they these loose loose sweaters. But have you noticed that a lot of men have they wear handbags? Um, I mean, you've seen it probably in Sapporo. I mean, more so in Tokyo, that men actually use women's handbags—not man bags, but women's handbags. I mean, I've seen. Remember, I've seen a few guys carrying around, uh, you know, Dolce and Gabbana or uh, whatever brands are there, Burberry, pink, yeah, pink and red handbag. You know, full size, and I'm just like, what? What is? What's this about? But uh, just uh, so I'm clear, because there may be a British and a American uh, difference in culture. What do you mean exactly by a handbag? You mean like a purse? Or yeah, like, like a purse or a shoulder bag. Or yeah, what? so so a big a big shoulder bag, so okay. like a big shoulder bag, right. hangs off the shoulder, very big, pink, you know. But that's that's a handbag, right? It's a woman's okay. handbag, right? Um, yeah, and I I found this one article, and there's a quote from uh, a a guy, the owner of a man's purse. He's a 25 year old construction manager, and he told the International Herald Tribune that handbags they're perfect when I'm not carrying too much stuff. I have a lot of bags. But this one is the most convenient. You don't have to dig around; just open it up, and everything is right there. <laughs> I mean, how much stuff do you need to carry? Well, that's it. I mean, just just have a backpack if you really need to carry anything. I mean, that's that's what that's what guys do, right? Yeah, but or a again, satchel, is right? A satchel. That's kind of like over the shoulder, over shoulder satchel. Yeah, I got one of those. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, again, though, you know, we don't want to. Uh, offend anyone or give anyone the wrong impression this is again just our kind of maybe old-fashioned uh the way we were brought up because this could be a lot there might be people below overseas that are like man you guys have been in japan for too long because there's that's true this that's is true. Not uncommon <laughs> yeah i mean i'm going i'm going back to england this year in the summer so maybe things will be a bit different when i go back maybe we'll and, see, I'll, and like, i won't be as uh, shocked yeah men with handbags left and right or something wearing makeup and yeah. dresses yeah you know, Gact, right? We were kind of taught. He was saying, uh, "Sorry, who? Gact, the musical musician." Gact. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. The guy that's saying on that uh, New Year's Eve program, he sang the uh, Japanese national anthem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, he's kind of one of these guys that epitomizes what they're talking about. This new is called like uh, neo visual K, which is kind of this emphasis on androgyny. And I think if you have like people successful everywhere on tv and stuff then that's kind of going to lead young people into a certain uh new style and that's 
just going to become more pronounced if it's selling well and everyone else's. I mean, you know, it's just contagion in the society and stuff. And, and maybe it's a good thing that you know men care more about their looks. I mean, they'll they'll probably attract more women. Maybe maybe some women like that, you know, and they look better, take care of themselves a bit better. So in the end, they'll probably be a lot more successful, you know, in terms of maybe career opportunities, even especially in, in the entertainment industry. I think you know may, maybe a lot of girls like it. I mean, my girlfriend's always like, you know, not not exactly wear makeup, but you know, <laughs> trim your eyebrows up. Yeah, you know, make sure you're well groomed. Do, and... do you trim your eyebrows? No, she, no. well, I, she's done it for me once, and she, it took. A long time for me to accept it. She she just kept nagging me, just just let me trim your eyebrows, let me trim your eyebrows. And I said no for the longest time, and I just said yes one time just to shut her up. I was like, I'll let you do it once, and that's it. You'll never, and then you'll never ask me again, right? She's like, yeah, okay. So I let her do it, and I hated it. I was like, I noticed it, and I didn't, you know, that's the thing. I don't want to notice stuff like that. So I looked in the mirror. I was like, oh, you, you know, you've gone way too much. And so after that, I was like, "You're never doing it again." And now she still kind of nags me. Can I trim my eyebrows? Can I trim my eyebrows? Because I guess they go a bit crazy. But I don't think they do. But she does. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm looking at them. Looking at them, they don't, they don't look like they're out of control or anything. But I mean, the biggest uh, kind of one of the biggest roadblocks for me. I mean, hey, I like to dress nice if I could. I, I mean, I, you know, where I. I think are very stylish, especially for an American. Well, I think it's kind of rubbed off living in. But the but the problem is, is like, man, it's just it can be expensive, you know. It can be a, it can be expensive, and then b, it's just another thing that you have to do. Is like a foreigner in Japan is go shopping and deal with uh, store clerks and Japanese and this and the other and. So there's the money aspect. There's like just the uh, difficulties of shopping. Sometimes I mean, not not that shopping is that difficult, but uh, are, you, are you so are you into like skincare and stuff? Like, do you? I mean, you said you sometimes try to face mask out, but do you ever buy uh, skin products? I buy Shiseido, especially that's a big one, right? No, I don't. But well, okay, I buy. I have lotion and. Uh, one of my girlfriends when I was here, like, uh, got me into uh, putting on two types of lotions, which was in the beginning, like, just really annoying because I was like, just want to hurry up and put on my lotion and get going. <laughs> but they they don't really sell the all-in-one lotion. So, I mean, do you use lotion? No, no. <laughs> I, the only thing I use is like, uh, moisturizer. Only... The only thing I use. Yeah, well, I mean, this is like John, Johnson Johnson baby lotion, or you know, some some Vaseline. Yeah, well, I I use uh, I was using that was yeah, that's the thing. I was using baby lotion, and uh, just because a it was like something I recognized from home when I was here. But yeah, I was dating this girl at this time. She's like, yeah, she can't just use lotion. So she gave me like these. One was kind of like the. I don't know. The second one you put on is called like milk or something. The first one you put on is kind of like a kind of very liquidy thing, but your face kind of still feels dry. I, my biggest thing is I just don't like my face feeling dry and like itchy all day. So that's why I use it. But now at home, uh, I have my own, but sometimes, uh, just for us to save money, like we just use the same thing and, and buy the same product so we can like use our joint account to do that or something. So, but the, I, don't use like 
I don't put on makeup or use like all these different kinds of moisturizers, but yeah, my biggest goal is just not have a dry face during the winter in Sapporo because it gets pretty dry here, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I use, uh, I get, yeah, I use lip balm in the winter, you yeah. know? but that's, that's pretty common, right? Like in any country. If your lips know, get man, dry, sounds, what know, else are you gonna? What else are gonna use? No, nah, it's it's very very common. I mean, especially here because you know we're out snowboarding and uh, enjoying the winter sports and yeah. out snowboarding all day. Not only are your lips getting sunburned, but also windburn and everything. So, actually, did you hear about this? Uh, it was just decided recently. Uh, this isn't about uh, makeup, but it's about facial hair. There was a. Uh, court case that was just decided in Osaka for the uh, subway operators. Like two subway operators sued. I think it's a city. Yeah, it's a city because uh, they were getting low performances, performance evaluations because they had facial hair. What? That's crazy. What, like like mustache or a beard or something? Well, like stubble? No, no, it wasn't just like they weren't shaving. They, they said that uh, they actually... I think one of the, there was two men that uh, sued and they tried to sue for up to like uh, 20,000 US dollars, well, equivalent of 20,000 US dollars in damages, but they end, ended up only getting like 4,000 each or something. But um, no, one guy said he had had a, he was like in his 40s and he said he's had like a clean cut beard the whole 20 years he's worked uh, for the subway. And, uh, there was a politician, I can't remember his name, who was uh, in office around like 2012, around that time. And he introduced this system of, uh, you know, public servants uh, should be, you know, well-kempt and their pre- presentation uh, should towards the public should be uh, reach a certain standard. And it was saying, it reminded me of this because it was saying like women uh, could only wear like natural looking makeup is what they called it. And, uh, yeah, for men, uh, they could not have facial hair. And, uh, but the pro, the thing is, is, uh, they ended up winning their case because it was kind of a strange explanation, but it was like, it wasn't a strict rule. It was just more like a strong recommendation. If it would have been like a strict rule that they were disobeying, then they, uh, their lower evaluations would have been justified. But since it was just like a strong recommendation, uh, they said it was like some kind of mistreatment. Oh, well, it said it was a violation of constitutional rights because the Constitution says like people uh, should uh, be be able to be happy in their own private life, and uh, this kind of overstepped, crossed into the boundaries of these men's private lives by telling them they couldn't have facial hair. But I just think of this because my company is that way too. Like you know, I've had facial hair for the longest time, and eventually they kind of called me into a side meeting and they were like, I can't really tell you this, but uh, I mean, you look good with facial hair. We think that's more natural for you, but yeah, there's some people that are kind of uh, uncomfortable. Really? So you probably received some, or your company probably received some complaints about the facial hair. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't even from customers. It was from internal uh, people. They were kind of saying like, they didn't feel like the Japanese employees could really be allowed to grow facial hair. So I was kind of getting, uh like special treatment yeah well i actually heard that like especially in business like in japan like a lot of men are not allowed to grow facial hair but in schools as well like i've worked in schools but all the none of the japanese teachers have facial hair 
but because uh, I'm I'm not Japanese, I'm allowed, and I have facial hair. I um, my coworkers have facial hair who are who are non-Japanese, but we get kind of a special pass because we're not Japanese. Well, are you getting like some hatred that you don't know about, perhaps? Maybe, maybe, but I mean, we're kind of considered a, kind of separate from everyone else, anyway. Well, But I've always had like, since I've been in Japan, I've always had facial hair, and mm. um, no one said anything about it. I mean, they like, one school I worked at or one company I worked at said. You can have facial hair, but it's got to be fully grown. So you can have a beard if it's fully grown, or a mustache, but you can't have stubble. So you can't have the in between because it looks right. The argument was like you, it looks messy, right, yeah. Right. So, and especially if like potential students are coming or potential clients are coming, it doesn't look good. But right. if you have a full beard, you know, it, and it's well kept, then that's that's acceptable. That was like stated in their rules. But some schools, I mean. Definitely the Japanese men. I've never met a Japanese male staff with facial hair in any school I've worked at so far. But I've, you know, I have friends who have facial hair, like Japanese friends, but they don't work in business and they don't work in、uh, schools where they have to really meet customers every day. Mainly, if they're working in bars or restaurants, I think it's okay. Yeah. Seems to be that's that's where most of the people have facial hair in those kind of industries. Yeah, well, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I had facial hair for the longest time, and in fact, the first four years I worked at my company, I had facial hair. Would you have like a beard? Yeah, I had like、uh, I mean, what I can grow of a beard, you know.、Uh, but yeah, it wasn't just like a goatee or something. It was my full beard that I grow, and、uh, and you know, I usually kept it pretty clean. And、uh, then there was another foreigner. There's not that many foreigners in my company, but there was another foreigner that started growing his beard too after he joined the company. And yeah, one day we kind of got called into the meeting. Oh, you both got caught in. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like, but、uh, yeah. So sometimes, like building up to、uh, like a holiday period or something,、uh, I'll start to grow it out so I can have my facial hair during holiday. But I'll like wear one of those masks. For like the few days building up to it, you know. So I don't know, man.、Whatever. Man, it sucks that you, you know you can't grow facial hair because I think I think facial hair, you know, just having that option of being able to grow a mustache or a beard or something adds a bit of you know it mixes it up, adds、yeah. a bit of character. And well, they try to say it's、uh, the impression it leaves on the customer, and I think there are some customers for sure that are kind of like that's kind of what they look at, like they consider it tainé or something if the. Person is、uh, has a certain what's that tainé like tainé like very、uh, polite and proper you know like I mean just the way that you interact if you, Japanese people interact you know they want it to be a very clean and polite way. But I mean, do you do you feel different when you're talking with with someone that has facial hair and someone that doesn't? I don't, but you know, I'm not Japanese. But、mm. it, but the silly thing is, they said it was in our industry. Like the customers don't like it, and then. Uh, just recently,、uh, this guy said he went to a like conference in the industry, and like his ex, he's、uh, kind of senior guy, and he was saying like there were so many people from other companies that had like beards or like dyed hair, you know. These were Japanese people. 
Yeah, and uh, and then his comment was, yeah, like we're one of the only companies that's kind of like clean cut and doing it right, you know. And in my head, I was just thinking, like, see, there you are, man. You guys are just making stuff up. Obviously, there's people in the industry. But uh, anyways, man, we have things you wanted to touch on? No, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good. I think we covered everything that we wanted to talk about. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. So hope people enjoyed it. Uh, we'll see everyone again next time. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you did, please rate and review us on iTunes. And don't forget to share with your friends and family. If you have any questions or comments, email us at voicesinjapan at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Catch you next time.